This is a Mortarbox Media Podcast. For more podcasts and to learn how we can help you create your own, visit mortarboxmedia.com. Welcome to Chill Filtered, the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to. Today is a very special episode, but before I get into that, I wanted to go through a little bit of business. Uh, First of all, we would love for you guys to like and review, rate us on maybe iTunes or I don't even know if Spotify has reviews and ratings. Uh, But if there's a way you can review us and rate us, we would be so grateful. Maybe even ways we can grow, ways we can uh, draw you in even more and have a good time. Uh, One thing, uh, yeah, is that we love these reviews. They really help bring in more uh, exposure for us. And we're so grateful for those who have already given us reviews. And feel free to do that. Um, If you want to support us in an even better way, feel free to hit us up on patreon.com slash chillfiltered. And, uh, and that's one way that you can support us in a monthly way, whether it be $1 a month or $10 a month. You can join the club and uh, feel free. And when you're a part of the club, you can uh, just be a part of uh, special um, Patreon-only things like Thirsty Thursdays with Adam, as well as we're going to be doing a few extra things in the coming future. But either way, we love your support and uh, we'd love to have a little bit more in that way as well. But we're so grateful for you joining us. Uh, As you can tell by the voice that is speaking right now, I am Cole and Adam is not a part of this episode today. I am uh, taking the lead and I actually have a very, very special guest today. And we're going to be drinking a very, very special uh, whiskey today. Uh, One that we've actually had on the show before, but it's been quite a while. But the reason I am drinking that one has a fun story, and I'll get to that in a second. Um, but today, my guest is uh, Brandon Hunt of the Bourbon Charity. Uh, I don't know. Is it the Bourbon Charity? No, or is it just Bourbon just Charity. Bourbon Charity. It's not like the Ohio State University. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> exactly. It's just, we can just go with Bourbon Charity. <laughs> You're like, I don't want to be seen that way. <laughs> no, I went to Indiana University. Oh, so nice. I, you know, we don't have to say the Indiana University to know that we're cool. <laughs> well, let me ask you. I, I'm, I'm sort of. I know that in college football. Ohio State does that. Is does anyone else do that, or is it like you're pathetic if you try? I think it's just pathetic if you try. <laughs> Maybe Ohio State just cornered that market yeah. and they said, "Okay, we're going to be the yeah. university." And so, yeah, you just can't. Just don't don't even try. Anymore. Yeah. So we are we are uh, we are with Brandon Hunt of Bourbon Charity, and uh, Brandon. I, let me just ask you. I, I'm just curious at this point. Um, you went to school in Indiana. Where'd you grow up? Uh, Salem, Indiana, a little small oh. town. Uh, at the time, we only had three stoplights. Yeah. So about 6,000 people. Oh, that's cool. Um, but right kind of near the heart of bourbon country. Oh, and yeah. So that's, you know, bourbon's kind of always been in, in my uh, blood just from being born in that uh, area of the country. And so went to school at IU and said, you know what, I got to I gotta do something. And and um Wanted to just make a move, and That's cool. I moved out to uh, Phoenix area. Had never been here before. Really, totally you moved like, without moved without wow. ever visiting here. I had in my mind different pictures of what it would look like yeah. being here. Yeah, and I uh, didn't know it'd be as beautiful as it is. I was thinking yeah. more sand, more of like desert. desert. <laughs> but no, I, I got palm trees instead, so I'm pretty yeah. happy. But we moved in July. And so, again, I hadn't been here before. And wow. you know what it's 
like oh here. My uh, from, it's, from Indiana, too. From Indiana. Like, yeah. right now, it's 107 degrees outside, yeah, so yeah, in yeah. July, it's probably 115. So, oh. yeah, but no, made a home, and, you know, uh, just fell in love with the desert. It's kind of really? a, a different kind of appreciation. You know, I still miss the Midwest. Obviously, yeah. the people, the... You know the the culture back there is just wonderful, but yeah. there's something something special about the desert for sure. That's crazy because like my wife and I, we were like uh, basically one of the only if yeah the only job offer I got after going back to school was here in Phoenix, and I was like, oh boy. So were you excited about it? Like were you just stoked the whole time? I was stoked the whole That's time. Awesome. You know, um, I always knew I kind of had a thing to be out west. That was kind of my calling. Yeah. And I just love it out here. But California wasn't my vibe. Vegas wasn't my vibe. Yeah. So Phoenix just seemed like a good place to kind of set down roots and make something happen. So That's awesome. And obviously good people out here. You yeah. Know, you got to meet you. And yeah. And like it's, uh, it's great that we're getting more people like you out here. No, I, I, it's good to be out here. I, I saw that. I mean, we'll probably have to get into like, this is my fault for guiding the conversation in a crazy direction. But um, we'll probably have to get into like how we're doing and all that stuff. But um, but whenever I go on a digression, I love it. Um, so wait, you, so wait, what was I thinking? Yeah. So I moved here. Yeah. Thinking like, yeah, what in the world? But uh, I've loved it so far. It's a great place. And it's not that hot. I mean, it is hot. I tell people, look, look yeah. you're in an air-conditioned house. Yeah. You go to an air-conditioned car. <laughs> you go to the air-conditioned office. Yep, exactly. You're back in your air-conditioned car. You may have, like, a pool at your house. Yeah. like, 40% of houses out here have pools. Yeah. Like, it's not that bad. It is a dry heat. Yeah. Seriously, you can walk outside without sweating, yeah. which is nice. Now, you said you were, like, what portion or what part of Indiana? You said southern? Southern Indiana. So, towards, they, they call yeah. it Kentuckiana. Nice. Yeah, nice, yeah. nice. You're, I, I used to drive across the country all the time. and I, What was it? The 64 goes through southern mm-hmm. Indiana? Yeah, I would pass through Louisville and then continue on or, and, uh, and would go through that kind of realm every now and then. Uh, I would make a lot of those trips, but... Um, so, wait, what was I thinking? So, yeah, let's just say Phoenix is great. And, and yeah, it's not even that hot. Like, it's, it's, it's like Indiana, northern Indiana, where, where it's snowy all the time. And uh, you just don't chill outside in the winter. Here, you take advantage of every moment of the winter, but not the summer. It's not that bad at all. I, yeah, but it's funny. The last time I had a guest and did an episode just me and another guest... We talked about Boise, Idaho. Okay. And uh, shout out to Robbie Dedlow. But um, we talked about like how much we both loved Boise. And like honestly, that is my favorite city in the whole world. Like It's like Paris mm-hmm. and then Boise, which is people laugh at all the time. Um, but he was like, yeah, I don't really want to talk about it because like, people you start are. moving here. <laughs> so, but anyway, how are you doing today? Dude, doing great. Doing yeah. great. Kicking off football season. Yeah, I, seriously. I love it. I love it. I had to... Um, drop out of my um what do you call it uh, uh, uh fantasy football league oh, okay i'm i'm in the process of looking for a home and and like getting on that kind of stuff and i don't want to like get too crazy and i'm like pretty involved in like my church and stuff uh, so i was like i've never done a fantasy football league before <laughs> and so i uh, was like maybe this will be too much and maybe too much is going on so i like apparently cowardly like in a way got out of it and was like all right i'll trade someone else in my place and then uh but it's it's um i tell you what it 
I feel like fantasy football brings my wife and I closer together. Oh, really? Yeah, that's awesome. She's so into it. Really? Oh, dude, she's so into it. So we have a thing on Sunday. Yeah. You know, after after church, we'll uh, we'll watch football. Uh-huh. We'll, we'll we'll do a little bit of gambling here and there. Yeah, yeah. But we'll have our fantasy teams up. We'll talk smack to each other. We'll watch the games. Yeah. I don't know. It's just a fun thing that we're both into. Uh, and yeah, she gave me a hard time because I have a, a, a league with her in the office yeah. that she's in uh-huh. um, with a couple other uh, co-workers and wives. And uh, I have another office league that I have that's um, that she was giving me crap yesterday because <laughs> I had the opportunity in the third round to take Mahomes and I didn't. She's like, why didn't you take Mahomes? Third round, you got to get him. Uh, so yeah, she she likes to give it to me, and I I, I dish it back at yeah, a little yeah, bit, you know. Oh, that's awesome. Keep I, it keep it spicy. Yeah, I it's funny. Like my wife and I don't really have too many um, bonding things, except for we like certain bands the same okay. and uh, like certain shows. Maybe? Yeah, exactly. So we we'll see. Like we have a like I'm big into like '90s alternative. Okay, and she's big into like folksy stuff. And then we meet in the middle somewhere between like the national and Jimmy Eat world. <laughs> and, um, and so we will like go to concerts together, but then we're also both artists and she's a printmaker and she actually got a degree in printmaking at UVA. And then, um, I got a math degree, but I got like almost a minor in jewelry, like, like in metalwork. Huh. And, um, and so we like bond over that. The hard thing was is that I was a little bit more successful uh, than she was for a while, and she got her like degree in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not doing that too much anymore. But I'll probably pick it up uh, once I get my studio out here. But yeah, it's fun to like. I don't know. Like some some couples, I'm like, how do you even get along? <laughs> you gotta have a few things that overlap. Well, my wife and I, it's it's football and bourbon. Mm. Oh, that's She's awesome. a big bourbon she, girl. Oh, she loves it. What are some of her favorite? I, I guess like my wife only likes like Pappy and like the fancy stuff that's always good. So that's the thing. Yeah. Obviously, you know, being married to me, I, I kind of like to, <laughs> to try a lot of different bourbon. Yeah. And so she, her go to right now is the, the Colonel single barrel. Ooh, she she. <laughs> She loves it. She loves a Weller 12. Yeah. She's got some some uh, some fond taste for the expensive juice. Oh, that's awesome. But, you know, for me, it's like if there's ever, like, you know, I want to give her the, the best stuff. I want yeah. her to drink the good stuff. So, yeah. you know, I... I you know, unlike some guys might be like, oh, you don't want your wives drinking all the all the good bourbon. Yeah. I'm like, no, honey, go for it. Like, here, I'll, you know, you take the good stuff. Yeah. I'll have, you know, whatever. I'll have the small batch, uh-huh. you know. That's so, nice. Yeah, I um, uh, speaking of speaking of uh, Colonel Taylor today, we're actually going to be drinking Colonel Taylor cured oak. As I mentioned, we've had this on the podcast before, but this is there's a special reason we're drinking this one today. Um, I want to actually be completely yeah, I want to be completely honest with you, Brandon. I saw I I, like followed like I, I think I hopped on. Only like less than a month ago, probably on the Instagram following of Bourbon Charity. Um, but I think I had seen your posts, like even without following you, like, um, whether it be through, um, some of the, like the samples that people were trying and and we'll probably talk about that a little bit. Um, but we, I would see you around and see bourbon charity around and, and then I think I hopped on, but then I saw that you posted a, um, picture of what is that? Like eight bottles of Colonel Taylor. Uh, you got the small batch, the straight rye, the single barrel, the barrel proof, four grain, seasoned wood, cured oak, and the tornado uh, warehouse C. And I, do you remember what I said? I'm trying to remember exactly how you phrased this. <laughs> so it was, 
I'm in Chandler if you ever need help. <laughs> and the funny thing was, I did not mean charity help. <laughs> you hit me up. You like direct message me and you're like, yeah, dude, we can always use help. And I'm thinking to myself, on it, like this is 100% honest. I'm thinking to myself, crap, how am I going to get out of this now? Because like I love charity, but sometimes I overbook myself. Sure, and, like sure. certain things that I need to invest myself in. And, uh, and that's like totally me at church is like helping too much. And, um, and so I was like worried and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to check it out. And our first time I like came in and I, and I told you on the direct message, like, I'm going to hit you up this week and like, just drop by and see what you're all about. And I, I think I brought up, like, I wanted to do like a podcast episode, which seemed like sort of selfish in a way. Um, but then I got here and I was like, Brandon's awesome. (laughs) This charity supports like amazing things. Mm-hmm. And then basically I was like, no, we're just like friends now. And like, and I like come in to help whenever I can. And I mean, it's only been a few times thus far, but like pretty much on the weekly I'm playing, if not more than weekly, um, a few times a week, just like stopping by and like, I don't know, like small little work. I'm happy to be put to work as well as like brainstorming for the future of, uh, Bourbon charity. We're, we're so appreciative. I mean, yeah. We couldn't do some of the things that we're doing now without getting volunteers like yeah. yourself to come in and make it happen. Like, there's a lot to get done, but if we all just do a, a little bit here and there, that's yeah. all it takes. And for anyone that's listening, um, you can add to the tape, you know, add to the charity as well. It yeah. doesn't take having to be here physically, mm-hmm. uh, which there's kind of some, some benefits to that. Yeah. Here and there. I think, yeah. <laughs> I think we, what, did we get to you a sample of the William LaRue Weller there? Oh 2013? my goodness. Oh my goodness. Which by, uh, on so the good. record, it's my favorite bourbon I've ever tried. And it's worth being that it was probably top five I've ever had easily. If not top three, I'm like scared to put it in that realm, but yeah, I have this, um, on the podcast. Some of the listeners know that, I have my 1 to 10 rating, and then I have my secondary rating, which is like, um, I think it goes from never drink again to meh to, uh, (laughs) and it goes all the way up to exceptional and then top 10 I've ever had, and yours, congratulations, made easily the top 10 I've ever had. It was glorious. So, uh, listeners, if you ever get the chance to get a 2013 William LaRue Weller pour, take full advantage of it. It was by far the best William LaRue Weller I'd ever have. And I love that pour. Um, but yeah, yeah, for sharing that with me. Thank you so much. But, uh, but yeah, you know, it's, I think uh, what I've realized about what you do with Bourbon Charity is, uh, in, in, in a way, community effort. I never come here and it's just you. No. Like you're always working with someone else. And, exactly. um, and we'll like pour some good pours. And um, I think the first time I came, yeah, I had the William Lee Weller. I think that's right. Maybe, yeah, and then probably. I think the second time, I had a pour of that birthday bourbon. What year oh, was, was yeah. that? 17? I think it was a 17. Holy crap. I didn't know William, or birthday. birthday bourbon could get that good. It tastes like birthday cake. I can it tell does. You. And it's crazy. Like, it shouldn't because no other year has. And I I'm know. like, are they going for that now? I don't know. But anyway, yeah. So we're drinking um, Colonel E.H. Taylor Cured Oak. But before we do, I want to take a quick break before um, we talk about, we know what bourbon charity is all about. So right now, going to take a quick break. All right, we are back. Chill filtered uh, times 15. I don't know how to introduce things. Adam does that normally. So, but I'm going to just ask, I guess, a few questions uh, of like, 
well, I guess, you, you know, you grew up in southern Indiana, pretty much Kentucky. You love bourbon. When did you, did you love bourbon before you were 21, I guess? Or like, you know? <laughs> you know, it's always a thing in, uh, you know, southern Indiana mm-hmm. and, and, and that part that, you know, bourbon's just a part of it. It's on yeah. the news all the time. You're around it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I started out with, you know, Woodford, mm-hmm. uh, Maker's Mark, uh, Jim Beam, you know, before I really... Yeah, would drink uh, bourbon neat or on the yeah. rocks. I'd mix a uh, Demon Dew was my thing. Yeah, it was my yeah. mom's thing too. She loved Mountain Jim Dew. Beam. My mom loved Jim Beam and oh, Mountain that's Dew. Great. Oh, I tried. <laughs> my my wife and I just tried to flip back the time switch and and travel back in time. And uh, it was last um, Father's Day last year. We we're like pick up a bottle of, of Jim Beam, nice. mix it with some Mountain Dew, just for old times' sake. <laughs> that's when great. We were like twenty one. And it was so sweet and nasty. I was like, how did we drink this? <laughs> now uh, I got to try it. So, yeah. And then, you know, as time went by, it was like, okay, well, let's kind of venture out. And mm-hmm. Angel's Envy had came out. I was like, oh, I kind of like this. It's yeah. a little different. Um, and then I just kind of fell down that rabbit hole. And it's like, okay, well, if this has this taste, what does this taste like and how does it compare to that bourbon? Yeah. And so I started doing, getting a little collection going uh-huh. and people around here in the office, you know, on, you know, after three o'clock on a Thursday or Friday, we, we do some sampling, some blind tastings mm-hmm. and just kind of like try to pick out different flavors. And it really, once you go down that rabbit hole, it's like, holy cow, how can there be this many different flavors yeah. in, out of bourbon? So, you know, something that's been yeah. just aged in an oak barrel. Like, yeah. So this really piqued my curiosity. And then about five years ago, um, my dad got prostate cancer, mm. in which, you know, wasn't like the, the end of the world. This For is sure. something that should be, uh, you know, something that he can overcome. Yeah. And he went in to get his prostate Removed and what was supposed to be an in and out surgery in the hospital turned into just a month long battle oh for goodness. his life. And um, I had to fly back. He didn't know if he'd, he'd make it. Yeah. Um, but luckily, he's a survivor. That's he awesome. powered through, but it just kind of woke me up to like, wow, this, there's, there's a huge risk of this, and other people are going through this. Yeah. And about the same time, uh, a high school friend of mine. Her daughter was diagnosed with multiple brain tumors. Oh my goodness! And it's just like, what is going on? Like, yeah. and I remember getting seeing the post on her Facebook profile, and it's like, wow, this is crazy. Yeah. And it's not the fact that her daughter had the brain tumors that I thought was so crazy. Mm-hmm. It was the fact that what they were doing to fight the the it's called neurofibromatosis wow. they were organizing a community uh, 5k run walk event to raise oh, nice. money and awareness for this disease yeah. and I'm like look at this like look what they're doing they're taking something bad and trying to involve community to come up with something good as a solution and you know I whipped out my checkbook I wrote a, a, a check mm-hmm. to sponsor the event it's like Brandon you can do something better than just write a check yeah. like, look what they're doing they're That's getting crazy. a community involved so I'm like yeah. writing a check's a good thing don't get me wrong sure. but yeah. like there's something bigger that can be done here yeah. and I was like I looked you know I maybe that day or the next day up in my bourbon collection I had all the pappies and yeah. stuff I'm like I'd really like to drink these, but I think I can do something special You're with these me. bottles. That's amazing. And so that's when I was like, you know what? 
I'll try to raise some money with them. And yeah. then I can donate to causes like Prostate Cancer Foundation yeah. and Children's Tumor Foundation. And so it just kind of started this journey. It's like, okay, what's the best way to, to raise money with these bottles? That's and so then, cool. Yeah, so that's kind of how Bourbon Char- Charity kind of got started. Yeah, and it's uh, amazing. Amazing, yeah, this Father's Day. So we've been basically since the first of the year so we're kind of nine months into it our first event was on Father's Day Mm -hmm. we raised $75,000 that's so crazy (laughs) in our first event Uh, we did have some pretty epic giveaways we had the Pappies Mm -hmm. we had the the BTAC we had some other great bottles but it was just amazed at you know what a community of supporters can really do when they come together unbelievable to me and i never knew social media before this like uh-huh. i you know had a facebook profile and my wife would tag me and stuff when she posts pictures of the yeah. kids mm-hmm. but i didn't post i didn't i have instagram and yeah. so i was like i was like i'm starting this charity my my buddy's like you might want to start social media it sucks but it's <laughs> worth it i mean I it's necessary even I'm like know? i don't even know what to do yeah. it's like okay it's pretty easy. Post <laughs> a lot of content, and he's like, make it informative, humorous, or uh, entertaining. Yeah. He's like, hit on one of those three things, yeah. and you're good, good to go. So I've been working hard at it, and uh, you know what makes it so much easier is just some of the relationships I met. Yeah. Obviously, I met you. Mm. There's a lot of awesome people in the bourbon yeah. community, enthusiasts that are not only willing to help out, but yeah. just good people that have opened up some great conversations um, and something that I've, I'd never thought I would enjoy and, yeah. and sit there and praise social media, but okay, I see I see you social media. Yeah. I, I get what you're about. I, I kind of dig you. Yeah. If you're in it for the right reasons, mm-hmm. it's a great avenue. It's a great tool to make relationships. That's a great point. If you're in it for the right reasons, you know, I think of like, that's why I hate social media because so many people are in it for the wrong reasons, but you know, even what so you're many doing. people are about themselves yeah. on it, you know, yeah. and um, you know, with the bourbon charity. Yeah, you got me on it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, like I felt like charities kind of maybe need to evolve where yeah. they need to be seen more human like. For sure. And so that's why I try to get out of my comfort zone yeah. a little bit. It's like, okay, you need to do some videos of yourself. Like, <laughs> oh, you just cringe. Like, yeah. oh, like who wants to get behind the camera and like put yourself out there? You're yeah. vulnerable. Like, yeah, for sure. So, but like, you know, just, I think some of the charities can learn from maybe a little bit of what we're doing there and yeah. just show us more of the human aspect mm-hmm. the human side that makes you not seem more like a, a business but like i don't know more more that's something that people can get behind yeah and rally rally behind yeah no i think that's that's what's happening i mean it's crazy though like like i said i i originally hit you up thinking yeah. like oh crap <laughs> like now i'm gonna have to like <laughs> volunteer or something but like i come here and i'm like and you know, even if you like put me to work and like, I mean, which, you know, I've done very small amount of like manual labor, um, compared to like what could be done here. Uh, but I'm like, I want to help this. This is amazing. And I think even the, um, charities that bourbon charity supports, um, I'm like, holy crap. Those are like, and I love how like, you know, one has to do with children's tumor foundation and, uh, you know, even like having to do with that, you know, friend of yours kid and like even the prostate cancer foundation, I think like, the 
I think it's really cool to me that you're not going super generic yeah. and you're not being like insincere and saying, all right, I'm just going to pick the best ones. Like you are honestly making it your own. Mm-hmm. And like the fact that I'm seeing like a pattern here. And so we also, you know, you also support the um, charity water charity and we'll water. probably talk about, so what is charity water? I guess? Charity water does amazing things, mm-hmm. mostly overseas and, and Africa mm-hmm. majority, but they do water projects for villages that don't have access to clean drinking water. Mm-hmm. And so a big thing is that a lot of, and it's usually women and children spend up to like three hours a day just trying to go get clean, safe drinking water. Mm -hmm. Three hours of your day. Think about that. Think how unproductive that is of something that to you and me is easy as just flipping the the, the switch, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, um, so how much free time that can free up for them to invest in themselves and their education and their future. So what they're doing over there in mostly Africa with the water projects yep. kind of hit home to me. Mm-hmm. I read uh, Charity Water's book from its from their founder and really not only appreciated you know the story behind it, yep. but what they're doing. And they have a hundred percent donation model, which I'm trying to model Bourbon Charity off yeah, of, for sure. which is essentially a hundred percent of people's public donations yeah. go exactly to those charities. There's no money spent going to the overhead and the yeah. administrative administration part of mm-hmm. the charity it's all going directly to those causes and that's that's the goal what i'm working on for bourbon charity and hopefully next year we'll get there by getting corporate sponsors That'd be great. to help out with some yeah. of the admin costs but yeah just doing great things and fisher house is another yeah please um they're military based mm-hmm. they they do more of um family living for veterans yeah. or um, military people that are going through some kind of uh, illness or disease, yeah. they'll put their families up so they can come visit. And it's no cost to their family That's to amazing. come stay at some of these houses. And they have them a lot on the bases and they just do amazing work for the yeah. people that look out for your, your and my freedom. Mm-hmm. So love what they're doing. I also chose something local that I've been yeah. involved with the boys and girls club here locally. Nice. Um, I love, love the boys and girls. I love doing the back to school shopping with them, doing, nice. um, uh, toy drives at Mm. Christmas and just love what they do and what they stand for, for um, helping the youth in our community. So really five charities that, that kind of hit home to me and we're not just limited to five. We're doing other charities too, with Mm -hmm. some different barrel picks that we're getting into now where we can say, okay, let's do a barrel pick of whatever. And we're going to go hundred percent of the proceeds go to American cancer society. Yeah. Something like that, you know, whatever charity or cause it, can be we can spread the love around to yeah. different causes that mean something to other people it does this charity is not like okay these were great and these meant these these charities that five yeah. charities meant something to me mm-hmm. but what's a for people in the bourbon i love that charity supporters that are helping us what charities are important to them we have um a, a guy in wisconsin that reached out to mm-hmm. me for um his uh i forget if his son son or daughter has mm-hmm. autism oh cool and he's big into to that, and he's yeah, big in the bourbon. Sure. I was like, tell you what, next t- time we get a barrel that we can have some of the proceeds go, let's, let's have them go to autism, whatever charity of your choice. I'd I love, love to do that. So just trying to involve the community that's giving back to us yeah. to involve them in like, hey, what's, what can we do? Yeah. Be part of the solution here. Mm-hmm. 
That's amazing. And I think like even what blows my mind is like, like I said, you're making these your own in terms of the charities you support, but you're also making it your own because it's bourbon. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I don't know. It, like, I don't know. I, I always think of like starting up a um, nonprofit as like, all right, this is pure sacrifice. Right. And it is a lot of sacrifice. And, and to even just be able to, and, and from what I hear of like what you do, there is a ton of sacrifice on your side. Um, but you know, there's also, it's also down your alley, which yeah. is super nice. It makes it so much easier yeah. when there's an interest in it. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I, I, it's definitely always on my mind. Yeah. Like I'm an entrepreneur from the, the get go. That's yeah. kind of, that's my, my jam. And it's always like, okay, you know, how can we do this better? How yeah. can we raise more money for these, for charity? Like when I fall deep, I, I fall yeah. really deep <laughs> into like something. Me. And I'm waking up at, man, I, Right before the the Father's Day uh, giveaway, I was getting up at like three thirty. Yeah. Just because I couldn't sleep, my mind would turn on. I was like, "Okay, got to do this, got to do that." Yeah. Like, I but it's fun. I enjoy it. That's it's awesome. not like it's not real work. Mm-hmm. It's like you know, I don't know. It's just it's something different. It's yeah. a passion, I guess. Yeah. So so I guess we've like talked a lot about like what you like support and like that you're with Bourbon, but I guess like. What would you say is the way you raise money for these charities or these like sub charities? I don't know how you call it. But. So right now we have two big giveaways yeah. that we're doing. Uh, one on Father's Day and mm. one this upcoming Thanksgiving. We are lucky enough and thank you so, so much. Yeah. Buffalo Trace Seriously. Distillery. I'm so excited about it. <laughs> uh, it's over there on the, on the oh counter. We got the uh, bottle from the six millionth barrel from Buffalo Trace Distillery. So that'll be the main giveaway. Yeah. This uh, upcoming Thanksgiving, we also have some other pretty epic bottles that are going to go in that giveaway. But it's a sweepstakes, so people can um, buy entries into it. Mm -hmm. Um, They can get um, discounts on merchandise on on our on our uh, online store, which are also like his the merchandise is actually super classy. There's a lot of Dude, whiskey stuff that's not classy. Yeah. The merch. Mm-hmm. Some of the shirts and some of the logo stuff is is pretty epic. Yeah. And so if you haven't checked it out for sure do so. Um, you know, donate to the Thanksgiving um uh, six millionth barrel yeah. giveaway and you'll get some cool uh, discount. Yeah codes for some sweet merch. But yeah. yeah, you'll wear some of those shirts with pride for mm-hmm. sure if you like yeah. bourbon. So so people can um, and we'll get into a little more of other ways we can support, but in terms of the raffles, like what does it look like for a person, I guess, to support and get some tickets, I guess? Yeah, so right now we have we're getting ready to launch the uh, the the site for the giveaway for yeah. the Thanksgiving giveaway. Mm-hmm. And so we have Three different ticket levels. Uh, $10 is the minimum entry. Which is awesome. And that'll get you 10 ticket entries. Mm-hmm. And then we have a $25, which will give you 50 entries. And then our top maximum donation is 50 bucks, mm-hmm. and you get 125 entries awesome. into the giveaway, which mm-hmm. is pretty awesome. So we're trying to, you know, not say, like, you have to give a ton. Like, you have 10 bucks, yeah. you know. If you can buy a bottle of bourbon, you have ten bucks that you can help yeah. bourbon charity. So yeah, and it's not it's not going nowhere. You it's know? not going nowhere. It's being put to great use. Yeah. We're doing great things with it. And you said there were like basically for those listening or saying like I can put in a raffle and maybe just win the Buffalo Trace six million barrel bottle. No, like there are, there's like a bunch. Of, what is it six? Yeah, we got six yeah. total mm-hmm. giveaways. Um, you know, we've got Weller, we've got a Pappy 
Happy 15. Yeah. We got a Elmer T. Lee. We got a Blaine's Gold. We got yeah. some good stuff yeah. out there. So, yeah, there will be six different winners. Yeah. Um, and it's really I would say unicorn yeah. bourbons. Yeah, and the Elmer T. Lee, for example, is the uh, most recent, like, uh, what was it, like his, like, 100-year birthday or something like mm-hmm. that? Yeah, so it's not it's not even the commemorative. It's the more recent one that actually all the proceeds from Buffalo Trace went to uh, Veterans of Foreign Wars, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, I you're right. And, uh, and so this is extra, you know, charity, which is awesome. And that bottle apparently is, like, crazy. Um, but, like, I'm... I'm I would like if it were one bottle, I'd be like, I have no chance. But the fact that you have like six bottles and that's for the um, Thanksgiving like raffle mm-hmm. and uh, sweepstakes. So check it out. Like, I guess what's the website? Bourboncharity.org. Easy. Yeah. yeah and org, org makes it more legit. Org. We got, <laughs> we got dot com too, which will redirect oh, nice. the org. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you that's gotta great. cover all your bases. But yeah. yeah, for sure. And uh, just hit us up on Instagram too. For sure. I, I would say, you know, if you said, Brandon, like, what is the one thing that people can do that are yeah. listening. I said, just get to know us better. Get to know our organization yeah. become part of our community of supporters. Mm-hmm. You know, just follow us on Facebook or Instagram on social media. Just hit us up, comment on stuff, you know, let us know what we're doing good. Let us know what we're doing wrong or what we could be doing better. Like yeah. we, we want to be, we want to be your voice, yeah. urban lover's voice. Yeah. You know? Like if, if you were wanted to do a charity, how would you do this? Yeah. You know? And I think it's going to be cool. Like with all those things, I think, you know, we've been bouncing ideas off of each other for sure. And probably just going to do a video series as well to get even more like people in like to, to know what bourbon charity is about as well as like a bunch of things. Um, it's not just, it doesn't just stop at sweet steaks or raffles. Like this is something that like, you know, you can be a part of like listeners out there, um, where, you know, this is, I mean, I was stoked to get here when I did, you know, I feel like I'm one of the OGs now, you know, for sure. (laughs) Like you gotta like, and I think it's just a great platform, especially like you coming in and we're doing this podcast. Yeah. If we do some YouTube videos in the future, it's really like, how do you show people where that money's going? How do you be part, tell them part of the story about what we're doing? Like with charity water, for example, we were just talking about, like we donated enough to fund our own water project in Africa. Really? So there will be a plaque, a bourbon charity plaque yeah. of this well and and somewhere That's in killer. Africa. Like but like getting that out to yeah. people and just be able to like tell the story of what we're we're trying to do and how we're doing it is yeah. is I think a, a powerful powerful way to continue to build this community. Yeah. No, it's awesome. And I think it's like you know, listeners out there like I see bourbon charities growing like enormously. Like I've seen, you know, I think all your work on social media like has really. I mean, and the fact that what was it, seventy five thousand dollars you raised for Father's Day, mm-hmm. which is insane to me. And, and that was all social media, yeah. cold. Like no. seriously, I sent out all these like mailers and stuff. I'm like, man, I'm gonna crush it. I did all this mm-hmm. data mining. I'm like, these people donate. They're in like mm-hmm. this area. Like I thought I had it nailed. Crickets. I was like, well, <laughs> I guess I had. It wasn't even 90 days on mm. social media to raise $75,000. Wow. And that's crazy. That's the power of social media yeah. for you right there. And the power of yeah. bourbon enthusiasts yeah, rallying sure. behind it. Yeah. So I'm going to start popping this bottle and pouring it. But what could you tell me? Do you want to talk about the, uh, I guess, the samples? or? Um, Sure. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and talk about the samples while I pop this bottle. Wait, yeah. We'll get the uh, uh, the uh, proverbial or whatever it's called uh, cork pop. So proverbial. Ooh, 
sounded nice. Yeah, it's going to taste nice. I'm super excited. So Cole <laughs> stopped in. We were just finished putting the finishing touches on doing a blind tasting sample challenge for the best whiskey in Arizona. So we got five different distilleries here in Arizona, and we got six bottles of each distillery's bourbon. And we poured it into the sample bottles, and we're going to do a blind challenge to figure out what is the best whiskey made in Arizona. And I love how it's blind, too. And you prep it that everyone can, you know, you put the numbers on the sample bottles so that people are like, I can't figure out which one this is, so I'm just going to choose which number I like best. And when you, if, if listeners out there haven't done a blind tasting, you yeah. should you should definitely try it. You, like you take all your preconceived notions and throw them out the. Yeah, uh, which is scary for me because scary. you handed me like you know Colonel Taylor versus you know Jim Beam or something like that. I would be so scared that I love <laughs> Jim Beam more, but it makes it more pure, more sincere. And so, yeah, it's, it's it's super cool. We just did. We just finished up the blind tasting challenge for Mashville Two uh-huh. of, of um, Buffalo Trace, and uh, I think people were a little nervous uh-huh. that they might pick Ancient Age as yeah. their favorite. Has anyone <laughs> over yet? Rocky? Yes, that's there's amazing. There's a couple of people that picked Ancient Age as their favorite. Yeah, you know, but um, yeah, you know, it's a little scary. Anything getting outside your comfort zone, especially yeah. when you put like. A hundred dollar bottle up against a ten dollar yeah. bottle. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, you're hoping Rockville Farms wins, but yeah. that's only because your pride. I your guess. pride, like, yeah. but deep down, maybe you want for your wallet is rooting for the, the underdog. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so I love that. Like, um, and I love that you're you know collecting all that data of like you know all these people are doing it, but you're also like you know, getting the group consensus or even just like the vote of maybe people will love Elmer T. Lee the most, or maybe people will love Hancock's the most, or even ancient age. Um, which I don't know, like for me, that means a lot. Cause you can go to Jim Murray's whiskey Bible, right. or you can go to like whiskey advocate or the San Francisco world spirits competition and get your data from there. But those are all like pros. Yeah. I want what the people want, you know? <laughs> exactly. And that's what we're finding out here, yeah. especially. So, um, yeah, next week we're going to publish the results of Mashbill 2. So, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, if you follow us on uh, Facebook or IG, you'll, oh, I love that. you'll see who won. Uh-huh. So oh, it's be, so it'll cool. It'll be interesting. I think right now, it and I just peeked at some of the entries. I haven't mm-hmm. compiled the data yet, yeah. but... There's a sleeper out there really? that we haven't mentioned, and I'll just I'll just lay this. I don't know where it's going to finish, but yeah. Hancock's, yeah. It, could, it could finish it's the top. It's super smooth. It's uh, I have a bottle at home, and actually we're going to have it on the uh, podcast somewhat soon. Um, we have shared the sample. I have a bottle, and I shared the sample with Adam, but yeah, that's crazy. And that's one where you can find on the shelf, usually. Yeah. Dude, um, at uh, Tempe um, uh, Total Wine, I always see it there for it like 50 bucks. 50 bucks. 50 bucks. 50 yeah. bucks. Yeah. Over a Blands, over an yeah. MRT League, mm-hmm. over a Rock Hill Farm. Yeah, yeah which are be... like 100 bucks a pop sometimes. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. exactly. That's cool. Um, so, as as uh, we always do on the show, we sip a pour mm. and uh, try to get some notes from, of course, the uh, nose and the palate and the, uh, ooh, I'm getting, okay, this might sound dumb. And I don't want to come across pretentious here. Okay. But I got a little, like, raspberry. Okay. Like, not even fresh, almost like frozen raspberries <laughs> um, off just the nose. I, I can see um, from the nose more it's, of a red fruit yeah yeah like a dark fruit almost mm-hmm. like yeah. almost like a 
Maybe a cherry? Yeah. No, I'm getting a little bit of that. The crazy thing I always forget about cured oak is that it is really um, potent for 100 proof. Like, pretty much, I mean, all okay. but the barrel yeah. proof are 100 proof. 100, for, you know what yeah. you're getting. Exactly. But this one always blows my mind. I always think it's like 120 or higher. It almost really? feels like, even on the palate sometimes, it feels like 130 sometimes. Well, just nosing it, like, there's not much alcohol. Like, no burn from the nose, yeah. you know, which is... It smells great. It does smell great. But the funny thing is, and I think this happened on the episode that we actually like just devoted to Cured Oak, is that actually, uh, listeners, like if you have listened to the Cured Oak episode, ask me, or like if anyone asks me, what's your least favorite episode in terms of like uh, the the vibe to it? I think my least favorite episode is Cured Oak, oh. but it's like one of my favorite <laughs> bourbons. But it was such a, so I think what happened was, is that before I moved to Arizona, me and Adam had been recording in his place, and I think that was our last episode together. So I think that was why it was so, like, the the vibe was dead. And we were just kind of sad, and we're like, let's get this over with, you know? Oh, man. But, but, you know, the, the podcast continues on, but, yeah, if anyone asks, that's probably my least favorite vibe episode. But it was a good episode. It was definitely better than some, but... Um, I'm going to go for the uh, little sip sip. Okay. Um, but um, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I want to see what you think first. Um, as we always talk about, yeah, well, take your time. The color, as we mentioned on the prior podcast episode, um, you know, your standard oh. almost ambery between yellow and orange. And so actually, um, Brandon's pulling mm. out his wheel of uh what do you call it My like tasting, tasting wheel bourbon tasting which wheel, is yeah. actually like really um helpful and sometimes i want to be pretentious and be like i don't need no <laughs> bourbon wheel but i really want to go off this actually it's um, great to have you know just when you're like what is that that i'm tasting exactly. and you look at the wheel and you, you can you start obviously you can see different the flavors on the wheel and you're yeah. like oh okay there's that that cherry there's yeah. that baked candy yeah. And then, and you don't have to, you don't force it when you have like a wheel, you know, mm. like sometimes I feel like when I'm doing normal notes, I'm like, all right, uh, quick, cool, think of something. And, and, and of course I want to be honest and I'm, and I would always like to think I'm real about mm-hmm. it, but this one, you can really expand your range. Um, this, I think what I'm now after tasting it, you know, just initial thoughts, it's weird to me, kind of getting fruit more on the back mm-hmm. um, end of the things. Usually, fruit's one of the first thing I taste. Yeah. This I'm really getting a obviously buttery yeah. butter, some vanilla like yeah. this right off the sweet. But then it kicks into more of those fruit that sweet yeah. kind of candied. Yeah. I would say it's probably in that uh, cherry dark, maybe a dark chocolate cherry yeah. flavor profile. Yeah. That's a really good note. I, um, it's funny what, right at the moment you said that, um, that you were getting a candy, like, um, fruity. Mm-hmm. I was just like, this is like candy fruity. And you just <laughs> said it and I was like, dang, like we're good, you know? And I think some of the notes, like, it's funny. I would have never called this note unless I had looked at your, uh, at the, uh, bourbon charity, uh, tasting wheel. Mm-hmm. 
I'm getting a little apricot. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. I would have never thought about it. And I'm just like looking through, and I'm like, no, not that, not lemon. No, what, no, what little is bit it? of orange, but then I'm like, apricot. That. So, you know, a new note for the whole show, I can assure you, we've never had that one on the uh, uh, podcast. Yeah. If anyone wants this as a PDF, mm-hmm. just, you know, DM me. Like, mm-hmm. I'll shoot you over the file, and you can just download and print it and use it. Yeah. It's pretty nice to have, though, for sure. Yeah, and it's and just to confirm, it's at Bourbon Charity. At Nothing Bourbon? special. No. Yeah. It's not yeah. at the Bourbon Charity. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the. I got Brandon Hunt here with the <laughs> Bourbon Charity, you know. Um, but, yeah, oh, I think man, uh, good. I'm leaning towards fruity, a little bit of spicy, but um, candy as well. And uh, I'm not getting, like, earthy or... No. No. Or too spicy. It's pretty dull. It and doesn't I don't mean that finish in a bad way. long. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. not. A, you know, and sometimes I appreciate a finish that's not long. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just weird. It's not very spicy. Yeah. Um, but it's super sweet and super candied for yeah. me, which is, uh, I mean, I love. Yeah. <laughs> and and be completely honest. Do you catch a little apricot or am I crazy? And you don't have to, like. Some of the things like me and Adam were like, oh, I get none of that. <laughs> he's like, well, I get like super, like the other week we did uh, Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. And he's like, this tastes like crap once you uh, add ice to it. And I'm like, I kind of like it with ice. You know, I don't know if I get the total. That apricotness. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking getting it. it's more, maybe, maybe I'm a little darker, more of the plum. Yeah. No. No, plum's a good one. Yeah, I'm definitely getting that little bit of orange, but almost mm-hmm. like candied orange mm-hmm. um, rather than like fresh orange or orange juice or something or even orange peel. Um, yeah, this is oh, good, it's, though. It's delicious. Thank you. So yeah, much for and this is one of my favorite bottles to share with people that like know bourbon because this is like the definition of a unicorn. I mean, when I I'm, I'm listeners, I am staring at. Brandon's eight bottle collection of Colonel Taylor, which is only missing two. It's only miss or only missing one. Well, I oh, Amaranth, Amaranth I got, yeah, yeah, just come out. So yeah. I, that that will be there. Yeah, but the only one that's not up there thus far, pretty much, is the uh, old fashioned sour mash. The sour which mash. If you ever get and you get two bottles, uh, yeah, and I, would I will die. Yeah, but don't hurt yourself. This is for charity. Yeah, I. <laughs> been hunting that one for uh, many many years what's it running like secondary market like 2500 no more than oh, that it's crazy i think it's over three now mm-hmm. um which it's is nice. just stupid and yeah hopefully my wife doesn't listen to this yeah <laughs> no i'm sure she'll skip this part you'll be like oh no oh, you're like playing it in the yeah. car you're like oh it broke <laughs> like skip 10 seconds ahead yeah but uh and it's <laughs> you're always like and my wife asked you about it i'm like Listen, honey, it's like charity. Well, yeah, that's why I use that excuse all the time. It's uh, it's charity, babe. Yeah, like, and come for on. The, yeah, for the record, like you put in those bottles that you open are out of your pocket. So, like, yeah, yeah. every bit of profit from this um, stuff goes to charity. Charity, alone. yeah, yeah. And all so, of it was uh, my yeah my contribution. Yeah, to get, you know, to kickstart this thing, to yeah. get it started, mm-hmm. to fund it initially until it can stand on its own. And I think it will soon, to be honest. And I think I like honestly, I see like places like Buffalo Trace or like Four Roses or any of these big distilleries um, like Heaven Hill or even like being able to support you guys in that way where you don't have to fully support the investment into this. But I'm just blown away. Like, like listeners, like, can you like, get around the fact that in in 90 days you raised $75,000 for charity? It's just 
unbelievable to me. So, but um, so what do you think? Maybe even like comparables in was, terms of enjoyment. You no, know, that's what's going through the index in my mind mm-hmm. because you know you think of those. Okay, what other bourbon that I've tasted do I get this really candied flavor yeah. to? And I'm trying to go through my Rolodex right now and think what I would compare this to because it's different than the others in the kernel lineup. For sure. For sure. Absolutely. Different than the four grain or yeah. the single barrel. It's mm-hmm. totally different. Like, yeah. I get so much caramel in the single barrel that yeah. I don't get any caramel in this. It's true. Yeah. Um, so like totally different. But what would I compare this to? Gosh, I need to look around at some. Yeah, do it. Look over there because I'm getting one or two of the ones over there. I'm kind of so. So Brendan's got quite a few. We're in his like uh, his lair, I guess. Of um, and some of these, you know, bottles we're you know using for to raise money for charity here. But um, but he's just got like rows of them of just bottles that are crazy. Like you look over and you see like an old Weller Twelve, like probably from 10, 12 years ago. Um, and then you'll see like four roses, um, like, uh, what is it called? The, uh, um, Al Young or like stuff oh, like yeah, that. Yeah. Like these are crazy bottles. Um, but yeah, I just love, I love looking around and, I, and most of them are closed because you know, we're doing charity here and we're, um, but then there are a few that are open and those ones yes. are nice too. We, I go by the buy two strategy. Uh-huh. So like... I get one to drink and one to take Instagram pictures for. <laughs> Which is awesome. So that's my my thing. It's like, if you really want to open that, Brandon, you've got to find another bottle yeah, of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Dude, I just got like mad plums. Mad plums. Mad yeah, plums. See? Yeah. I, it's delicious. Delicious. This so, is even better than I remember when we did rate it before. I think this is so unique that mm. I'm, I'm having a hard time finding what to compare it to. Yeah. So I'm getting a little bit... Of Weller 12. Okay. Yeah. The, the sweetness, the dull sweetness. Like, you know, when you deal with something like, um, like uh, William LaRue. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the one that you have. Sometimes William LaRue can be a dull sweetness. Okay. But sometimes it can be a really sharp, fruity sweetness. Um, this is a dull, fruity sweetness, I guess. Okay, what yeah. I'm getting. It's like... More of a dried than, than like a fresh fruit. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Well, what I, I mean, really what it is is like, think about it like... You're getting stabbed or you're getting punched. And this is more punched. It was good. But like, I'm trying to think what would be a really good example of getting stabbed. <laughs> Sounds hilarious. Like, like a stag junior just comes out yeah. and just hits you yeah. or like Bam. a, like a, like a handy. We had the handy, handy. the other day. Mm. Okay. Which was like, which we, um, developed our notes for that one. And it was like very, um, what's the word? Uh, super like an old fashioned. It was mm-hmm. like a sharp old fashioned. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, that's kind of what I think. Yeah. You kind of get that orange and that it's totally citrus. Yeah. And even yeah. like a little bit of bitters. Yeah. And, yeah. It was crazy. But so anyway, I think I interrupted you where you were saying, uh, trying to compare it, I guess, but yeah. I'm thinking a little bit of Weller 12. Okay. But not super weeded. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, mm. whatever it is, it is delicious. Yeah. So if you can find a cured oak out there, yeah, exactly. I, I don't even know where you find these anymore. Yeah. I traded for it okay. very uh, you, fortuitously. You made a good trade. Yeah. And so I've had a lot in the kernel lineup. Yeah. And I would rate this better than the four grain for sure. Yeah. So I, I'm a little different. Okay. I love the four grain, but I love the seasoned wood more. Okay. Um, but I would put this third. Third? Yeah. 
Yeah, and they're pretty close. I mean, I had the four grain on, so I brought the four grain in today and uh, tried a little bit while Brandon was busy doing some some. I don't even know. <laughs> Whatever Brandon does, yeah. I I, so, I, so, I do real estate. Yeah, exactly. you know, so I really have a, a job. Yeah, I mean, you got <laughs> the money for uh, the the investment into the charity has to come from somewhere. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, and then you've been a, like, real estate dude for how long? Yeah, so I started when the market crashed. Oh, really? Yeah, and real, well, I actually got it into it before the market crashed when yeah. I got out of school in 2004, moved out here, like I told you, blind. Yeah. I just got into real estate, someone in the market was crushing it here, yeah. got in, I made good money the first year, it was like, you know, hey, it's got a college, yeah. I'm doing like, yeah, I felt pretty good about myself. Yeah. And the, as we all know, the market just <laughs> yeah. tanked, not just tanked. Oh, and, my goodness. And, here it was like the the center of the tanking. Really? Yeah. That's so crazy. like sixty five, seventy percent. Holy crap. Yeah. Drop in home values. Crazy. Oh You're so telling went, me like a three hundred thousand dollar house is now like less than a thousand dollars. Or a hundred thousand rather, yeah. Yes. That's crazy. Craziness. Crazy. Yeah. So uh, basically, I went to making no money. Yeah. <laughs> My wife was actually bringing home the bacon, I think. Yeah. I want to say it was 2007. Uh-huh. I made $17,000 wow. the whole year. That's crazy. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, my wife stuck with me. Hey. <laughs> you know, and I found a great. way to, to make it happen. Luckily, I started getting into, saw the foreclosure yeah. uh, crisis coming and started fixing and flipping homes. That's great. And started doing that on a kind of a bigger scale yeah. and doing, doing, um, Started out for 60 a year, then 100 a year, then yeah. going into other markets. Did, wow. did a lot in Florida. Really? And uh, yeah, I just kind of rode out that wave of mm. um, investing in real estate when the market yeah. was down. Yeah. And uh, luckily I sell. held on to some, some properties yeah. and stuff. But, um, you know, it's just, you know, being an entrepreneur, I've tried starting, you know, after this, I've tried starting a wellness clinic. Yeah. Um, that would go into like corporate locations. Like uh, they have the, you know, medical clinics and some of the bigger ones. I tried Mm -hmm. to do that with wellness, um, to get people up and moving and exercising and doing stuff more wellness related. And it totally bombed. I think I dropped Mm -hmm. a ton of money, but I, I love trying new businesses and starting new ideas. Like that gets me going. So when it's like, what business can you start? And it's like, well, if you just enjoy the process, yeah. And it's not about the money. Yeah. Why not do it for a charity? Yeah. So that's, that was. And that's like the thing is like, and and this is me personally, like I have always felt that charities are worth supporting, but must be a pain to deal with or to, 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 you know, take in and take on. To ask people for money. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I think it is. But like when I, I, like even the first day I came here, I was like, I don't know about this. But (laughs) after, after less than an hour here, I was like, I want to support this in whatever way I can. I think it's just flipping the switch on what people have that preconceived notion (laughs) of what charity actually is and what it can be. And for some of these other charities that we're helping support, they need an outlet to, they need public donations. They need awareness to support their cause. Mm -hmm. And maybe they're not the best at fundraising, but maybe they're the best at doing water projects or doing, you know, stuff for vets. And like, so I think charities can lean on one each other a little bit more, sure. and hopefully this can be an avenue where taking a spe- special interest in something yeah. and turn it into a way to, to raise more money. That's awesome. I love it. So, 
would you give this out of 10 rating before we uh, close things up? So like 10 being like, 10 being like, I'm like, you'll never find a better one in the rest of your life. Okay. And then one being like, you couldn't pay me, excuse me, to, um, drink this. Okay. Oh goodness. Um, cause like even me and Adam have like a very no, different this is scale. Great. This yeah. is great. Um, and I'm picky with my uh-huh. my, no, my ratings. I'm like, grateful like, to, to get a like a nine is like impossible. Uh-huh. And that would I probably rate that 2013 for me, oh, William, so William Larue Weller at nine. So I'm um, gonna go with, and we can do like half. Yeah, points. do do I do I like, do like hundredths okay, personally? Okay. Yeah. So I would probably rate this right around like a seven eight five. Okay, I love that. So For I'm me. probably gonna go this time around. I don't remember what I rated it last time, and I can look it up. But um, I'm actually gonna give this like a high eight, okay, like an eight nine five, okay. Yeah, but I like like uh, my favorite last year was like a nine seven, okay, and that was uh, uh, blend straight from the barrel, okay. Just, and you mentioned you had one at one point, so, so good. Let me tell you a story about yeah. the blend straight from the barrel. Like, yeah, I opened it and poured it, and I'm like, tried it. I'm like, mm-hmm. What? This is not as good as I was thinking. Uh-huh. It was good. I had this bar set really high. Yeah. But then I let it set in my cabinet for like a month. I didn't yeah. revisit it mm-hmm. until about a month later. And I went back at it. And I'm like, holy cow, this yeah. is amazing. Yeah. Like it jumped from like, uh, let's say a seven to mm-hmm. like, I put it over this. Yeah, I would say it was sure. like a, an 8.3. Yeah, yeah. Like it was amazing. Like, I don't know. I, if you've ever had that letting a bourbon breathe for a this little bit. This is the perfect example. Okay. The Cured Oak is, in my opinion, the first time I opened it, I'm like, what did I just trade for? But the longer I've had it open, the better it is. Yeah. There's got to be some science behind that. Oxidation I, or something. No, yeah. the amount of oxidation. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the straight from the barrels is yeah. it's great stuff. And the funny thing is, you said it was pretty dry when you had it. Mm-hmm. Mine was like butterscotch sweet when I tried it. And okay. this was uh, the sample that uh, listeners, um, that uh, Caleb Olson sent us. Butterscotch, pure, delicious sweetness. And it's crazy, yours is dry. I mean, they're all different, of yeah, course. Yeah. but. I, I had that. more of a like a dark clove, like oh, that's a, awesome. a unsweetened iced tea. Type yeah, you flavor. Totally yeah. Like and unsweetened iced tea is one of my favorite flavors I can pick up from from bourbons. Yeah. And I don't even know if it's a thing, it's just my thing, I yeah, guess. Yeah, for sure. Like, that's unsweetened iced tea. I was like, what? That's not on the wheel. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I get unsweetened iced tea on some. And yeah. that for me was unsweetened iced tea with some clove in it. And I, I, I totally dig it. I think that's a great note. And like that's one of the yeah. And I love how it's unsweetened, not sweet. No, it's sweetened, but I tried the rabbit hole Uh finishing the PX cast Uh the other day and totally slightly sweetened iced tea. Yeah. And it's crazy. I mean, we had um, Old Carter. Is that what it was? The other day, me, you, and uh, Chris. And um, mint was like, I got straight up spearmint. Spearmint. Like more than even amaranth that I had uh, not too long ago on on the show. Um, but it was like pure spearmint to me, which is like, I don't know. We try so many fun ones here. It's amazing. And that's, what's awesome about yeah. bourbon. Like we talked about earlier mm-hmm. on the show. It's like, man, it's how can you get all these different yeah. flavors from, from liquid in a barrel? Liquid in a barrel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> do you ever, do you ever just look at this stuff? I mean, you, you have more of a collection than I do. You ever just look at it and you're like, 
it's all just liquid. Like, that's it. Yeah, you know what? And I look at it and I'm like, Brandon, what are you doing? Like, because I am the opposite of a person that collects yeah. anything. Uh-huh. Like, I have no collections. Uh-huh. Like, besides my kids and my dog and my wife, like, yeah. everything's for, like, I give away yeah. for sale. Yeah, you know? for sure. But, like, for some reason with bourbon, I've kind of attached, gotten attached to it where it's like, yeah. oh, what there's one bottle that I'm that's like important to me. Yeah. That's the Colonel Tornado that we kind of hit on. I'm it's saving, so beautiful. Dude. I'm saving that for my brother's wedding. Yeah, that's a great um, idea. So that's the so only you're gonna one. Open it? Yeah, that I'm gonna open for that. Any all the other bottles are like I care really less about having all yeah. these bottles. Like they yeah. don't they don't mean anything to me mm-hmm. except when I make a connection with them with like you now yeah. Oak's going to mean something. Yeah, to me. exactly. And so I'm going to enjoy it that much more. And mm-hmm. like, I have a, a Garrison brothers that tastes like my grandma's pecan pie. Yes. When I was growing up that mm-hmm. just every time I, I have it, I think about her and yeah. like that memory of, you know, her pies at Thanksgiving, like it just comes back and it yeah. fills me with emotion here. Yeah. I get emotional, but I love my grandma, <laughs> yeah. you know, rest in peace. But, mm-hmm. um, like I love that about bourbon. Like you yeah. can you can you know develop relationships around it. It can remind you of special memories and special occasions, yeah. which just makes it all that much more fun. I agree. I feel like I feel like that's like a great place to like kind of wrap it up. The funny thing is, is that um, we have a mic that we got into uh, Brandon's uh, computer for like what is a garage band? Is that what yeah. it's called? Yeah. And um, and I realized that the it's not based on seconds. It's based on beats which it looks like they're more than a second per beat. So I have no idea what we're doing on time, <laughs> but I'm sure it's like around 45 minutes. It's likely like an hour and a half at this point or something like that, but we'll probably close it up. But Brandon, one more time, what are some ways uh, that people can support bourbon charity? Just get to know us. Like I said earlier, like, you know, follow us on social media, on Facebook or Instagram at bourbon charity. Just get to know kind of what we're doing, what we're about, interact with us. Um, you know, just become a follower, a fan, a supporter. There's there's a lot of ways you can get involved if you want to do, um, if you're local, you know, we are yeah. always need people to help do crazy stuff here yeah. around the office. Yeah, if you're and, in the Phoenix area. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So there's a lot of different ways. And maybe you are thinking of a way that you can get involved that, that I'm not thinking of. So just yeah. reach out. Let us let me know. Um, would love, love to hear from you. Would love for you to uh, become part of this community for sure. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So I guess in closing, guys, like, uh, you know, check Bourbon Charity out. The Bourbon <laughs> Charity out. But uh, it's been such a great time having you on the episode. And it's funny because I'm, like, wrapping this up as if, like, we're going to, like, say goodbye or yeah. something like that. But I'll be here yeah. probably tomorrow. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> and uh, But as we always end on, uh, on Chill Filtered, I, uh, you know, I hope that things continue to really take off for uh, Bourbon Charity. I hope that, you know. Um, as uh, Thanksgiving approaches that we can really raise a lot, a ton of money for these great charities and uh, really establish bourbon charity as this amazing, um, you know, charity in general. Um, But most of all listeners, I hope that our love of spirits lifted yours.